Welcome to Coach's Corner. Ron Raber with you here this evening from Ison's Family Pizza. We're waiting on uh, Coach Allray to get here. He should be here in a minute. I got an announcement I'd like to make while we're waiting on uh, Coach, and that is that uh, the Oldberg Academy will be hosting their first annual hall gross with uh, drawdown on November 2nd. Doors will open at 6 p.m., and the first ticket draw will be at 7 p.m., Tickets are $100, and that gets you uh, into the thing. It's an admission for two people. It's food for the evening. It's complimentary pop and water. It's entry to, to the drawdown. Top prize is $5,000. Runner-up receives $500. Third place is $300, and there's drawings will be made for $100 each as well. Total of $6,300. They will also have a dessert auction and split the pot available for purchasing through the night. Tickets can be purchased at the school. All proceeds will benefit Oldenburg Academy students in sports. So that's coming up on November 2nd. Our first guest this evening is Coach Allery. Uh, Coach, bad field, uh, bad field conditions and uh, a running attack uh, team. Uh, Spelled doom for the Batesville Bulldogs. Yeah, I mean, uh, Franklin County played really well. I, I thought, you know, running the football and, and making some some key plays at, and at right times. And, um, you know, and it was tough. It was tough for everybody out there, including them. And, um, you know, their running back's really good. And um, he made some plays. And I just thought ultimately in the end, you know, we made a few – few more mistakes than they did and ultimately that was kind of the, the difference of the game you know it's 14-14 and um, they go up 21-14 and we have a really bad drive and then we have a chance there to stop them late on fourth and I think it was like 17 and we don't and then they score late and to kind of cap it off you know so um, just kind of frustrating again as, as I kind of said on Friday just you know we're right there in three games against three very quality opponents and three teams that we're going to be in our sectional and um you know it just it feels different you know when you look at the record two and six and we don't feel like a two and six team so that you know i guess uh morally or the morale and all that stuff is still pretty high and i think uh, we just got to continue to you know plug ahead and and focus on this next opponent and try to get a win to end the regular season coach who do you want to point out uh, for the bulldogs that played well i thought um Jake Cruz again stepped up big for us. Um, I mean, I, he had I think a little over 160 yards rushing, and he had some big runs, and um, just really you know makes our offense a little dynamic. I mean, he's got the ability on one touch to to take it you know to the house, and um, he had some, he ripped off some big big runs. And I I thought um, Ethan Meyer and, and and Sam Bowman and Carson Mackey, those three interior guys, you know, we were pulling and. Uh, there are a lot of twisting and everything going with the blitzing. I thought they played played a pretty decent game. Um, and, 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 and you know, Colt Swingle, or left tackle, uh, continues to improve. And, um, you know, Connor Batchelor, the other right tackle. I, I just felt like overall the, the, the line did not play really that bad. Um, you know, if you look at the last few minutes when we got in obvious passing situations, we did struggle a little bit there. Um, but, you know, for the majority of the game, they played a pretty good, pretty good football game. And, uh, you know, Travis continues to play uh, and do really th- you know good things at quarterback. He made a couple plays, a little razzle dazzle like the touchdown pass to Kurt Seaford, and he had another one where he 
um, is scrambling out and does like a basketball pass out to Kurt Seifert. Um, so I think again, so I thought Kurt Seifert played well. Trey Peters continues to block well on the offensive side. Uh, defensively, um, Braden Lincoln just continues to fly around and make a lot of plays um, at linebacker for us. And um, you know, Justin Heiser continues to improve out at corner. And um, you know, and I thought our D line didn't play bad at times. And there's a few times you see Charlie Dice throwing guys around and making plays and, and, and doing things. And, and, again, I just thought that, you know, I thought we played a good game, not great. Um, you know, we just made some costly costly mistakes at the wrong time. You know, you can't turn the ball over three times in the first half. And it's just crazy. If you'd only come to our home games, you'd think we turn the ball over all the time. We've had, I think, six of our nine turnovers this season has came on our last two home games. So it's just, uh, um, you know, we, we haven't turned the ball over a lot, but on the two of those the two of those games, man, we've just we've had some 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 just blunders and just you know and some you know, little unfortunate luck too. What can you uh, tell us about the injured ball players? Anything you want to reveal at this time? Well, we'll find out a little bit more with Ryland Palmer. He was playing outside linebacker for us, and he went down in the first half. Um, you know, I know he he's likely um, not going to return uh, this week. And, you know, JT Linkle left late in the game. And, um, you know, not likely that you'll, we'll see him on senior night. Uh, and he's a senior for us. So, um, you know, those are a couple of the guys. Obviously, Will Mir, uh, he's not – He's not going to be back. Um, we'll see how Austin Pullman responds a little bit this week as he's getting back into the groove. He's kind of been trying to get back in the groove late last week when he got cleared, um, and we'll just kind of see see how he how the ankle responds. Um, he's a little ahead of schedule, so you don't you don't want to push it too early. Um, so hopeful, you know, get him back, and I think that kind of adds a little spark both to the offense and defense because I think it makes us a lot more dynamic um, because then we can move Jake Cruz around. You know, Jake kind of right now has had to kind of take all the roles at tailback with Will Muir also going down. So it's like uh, makes Jake makes Jake a lot more dynamic when you can put him and you don't really know where he's going to be and makes the offense a lot more explosive. And uh, I know the opposing team, when they see him at wide receiver and see him going down the field with that speed, uh, has to put a little fear in their backs. Yeah, and I mean, it, it. you know, you look at, you know, we're watching, you know, Connersville and a lot of the things that they do, they run a four-two-five defense, and um, a lot of times they will put that safety kind of in the middle of their shame a little bit one way or the other, and you would, you would assume that um, if Jake Cruz is out there in the slot – they're going to have to slide him over that safety over to Jake, right? And they like to be aggressive sometimes and bring that safety down and almost make him put him like right behind the linebackers. Um, which if they do that, I, I now you're playing man on man to man against uh, Jake Cruz, number twenty five, and and um, he he's proven all season and really the last couple years that if you do that he'll make you pay um you know i can just point out games where teams have done that last year like when we played franklin county last year jake had one of his biggest games because they opted to do that for a while and then they got out of it and then this year you know lawrenceburg tried to do the same thing and then they realized really quickly he's fast so they had to get out of it and that just by doing that it takes a guy out of the run defense and it makes the running game way more effective um you know jake's been trying to do a lot of things 
and no no really a discount to a lot of our other receivers but jake's the fastest guy on the team so you, know, you put somebody else out there maybe they can cheat a little bit you know run game pass game um and it makes it a little bit harder when jake's the tailback because he's maybe having to deal with an additional defender that's playing the run um you know so that's kind of the thing where you know you put jake out there um and if you get austin pullman back at tailback um it makes you a little excited to think what you know we haven't seen that duo a whole lot this year so to you know hopefully you know we're getting healthy at the right time and and can kind of see those two kind of do some, do their thing uh connorsville uh struggling uh obviously this year uh what else do you know about them and uh what do you people need to know about connorsville well the one thing i will i know as i told told our guys i mean if you some of the games they've really fought and they have grinded and 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 competed you know they just got off a game against lawrenceburg it's tied in the first quarter and and it's 14 i think it's 14 7 you know midway through the second quarter you know they're forcing you know lawrenceburg to grind they you know they're forcing lawrenceburg to punt the ball you know a few times and um they sputtered a little bit offensively um but uh, I tell you, I mean, their front four is big, and they're hard to move, and and um, you know, so our O line is going to have a tall task in in regards to that, um, and and so I I think you know when you look at their defense. Uh, I think they're going to try to keep everything in front of them, try to slow the game down a little bit, and make us have to put together long drives. Um, offensively, um, you know, a lot of lot of stuff from the gun. Um, they got a third year um, quarterback, you know, starting quarterback. Um, it's Coach Kelly's son, and he's a junior. He's been starting since a freshman, and um, he's big. You know, he's a big, tall. Um, you know, quarterback and can run the ball, and um, you know, it's just I think. As I was talking to our coaches too, I said, you know, you you, you just wonder, um, you know, what the psyche is of the team. You know, uh, you know, we it's a team where I think if you pounce on them and you can get them down early, um, I think we would be sitting in a good position, right? Because then that that thought of well, here here we go again creeps in. That's just part of it. Um, but I think we're going to get their best shot um i think you know it's a team that's that's winless um that's hungry to get a win and uh, again i i told our players in our meeting today i said they got a really tough draw i'll just say that they got a really tough draw in the sectional um and i think this they're going to look at this as the game for them to try to get a win and not go winless this season right so i think there's gonna be a lot of extra motivation for them um it's a tough week for us we got fall break we're kind of out of our schedule a little bit and 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 it's it's senior night but uh, it always seems like these games that fall on fall break just kind of lose a lot of a lot of energy sometimes because maybe the crowds aren't just uh, aren't as big or you know you know student sections aren't as big because people are out of town so you know it's just uh, there's some distractions here so you just hope that you know for our guys they they understand that and and they look at they we look at this as an opportunity for us to get uh, a win on the season because um, you know they've been hard to come by this year and, and we really need to get one as we get into sectionals uh coach you talked about it earlier the fact that uh last year connorsville was i think in the same position but uh, last year they were coming into this 
not really being competitive. Uh, they've been, like you said, they've been competitive in a lot of games this year. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, it's it been hard for them to put four quarters together. Um, I know they played Rushville tight, and that game went into overtime. Um, you know, they, they, you know, they, um, they play. They'll play a good quarter or two, and and they're right there. It's just being consistent, you know, and um, putting it all together, you know, and and so you. Yeah, they're, they're 0 and 8 for a reason, and I say that with all respect. I mean, they're 0 and 8 for a reason, um, but they're they're a scrappy 0 and 8, and they're I think you can tell they're a hungry 0 and 8. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Adam Kelly, their head coach, and 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 you know how he is and how he runs his program. So um, you know I expect to get their best shot on Friday, and we're going to have to play well to get a win. Coach, we'll talk a lot more about the sectional draw uh, next week, but uh, you go to Rushville, uh, a team you uh, had down early this year, and then they came back and uh, tied it up, and uh, you won, uh, or actually went ahead, and you t- you won it uh, uh, right at the end of the ball game. Uh, not the worst draw in the world, but uh, something you're going to definitely have to be prepared for. Yeah, I mean, in... in, in um I mean, it's kind of one of those, it's nice to kind of know where you're going to be in about a week or a little over a week from now. Um, but it also can be a distraction, you know, when you're uh, trying to finish up your regular season and things like that. And, and, and I think, you know, it, for this is probably one of those times where it's like, you know, I look at, you know, obviously we're, we're focusing on Connorsville and getting a win. Um, but uh, in focusing on us too, right? And it's nice that when you look at the bottom, you know, we're in the bottom half of the bracket and the, the other three teams that are sitting there um, are all teams we've played. Um, so there's definitely going to be some familiarity with there. And I feel like there's a lot of unfinished business, you know, when I look in this sectional bracket and I say, you know, we beat Rushville, yes. Um, I thought we played well for probably 24 minutes of that game and then had just a a complete mental and physical letdown for about 10 to 15 minutes and let a team basically gave away the lead as quickly as we got it right and um and then all of this like an oh crap moment here we go and we we somehow figured out a way to to pull it out and i think it for us it's kind of a redemption like hey i know we're a better team than what we played the last time we played rushville and um you know i think we we and we want to make a run and we believe we can make a run and i think this is why records can be deceiving and you know and i think when you look at it you say hey you know we got a great opportunity this week to get a win get a little bit of momentum and yeah i do think we got a good draw you know i you know and i think it could and i say that as it could could have been a lot tougher in regards to when you look at some of the teams that are in this sectional right they are some really really good teams and there are and obviously you know uh, rushville has been up and down um but you know if we get fortunate to get out of that and i look at just kind of that piece you get franklin county or greensburg you know and and those have been two hard-fought games the last two weeks for us and to get maybe an opportunity to play one of those two again uh would be nice because uh, i think there's like i said just a lot of unfinished business with either of those that you know you like to get you like to get them again right and um yeah and then obviously i haven't looked too much ahead but like you know then it's like yeah then you 
you look on that top half, and whoever comes out, that's going to be really, really good. Uh, you got Brownstown Central, Lawrenceburg, and, I, and I'd say Charlestown's pretty good, too. We uh, saw them a couple years ago, and they were pretty sophomore heavy. Now they'd be senior heavy. So um, it'd be interesting. To, you know, like I said, uh, I, I think our guys are excited for the opportunities for these next couple weeks to to get out and get better and, and, and hopefully get a get a win or two and, and maybe make a run here. Anything else before we let you go? Uh, like I said, I just like and thank our you know our local businesses again. Um, we had uh, Izzy's provide the meal on Friday, so we appreciate that. The YMCA with our uh, um, Saturday morning session, so I appreciate that. And um, parents and all those that came in out of town over the weekend to. Um, to support us for homecoming as crappy as the weather was but it was a nice big crowd so we appreciate all the support and hopefully get a nice um support on friday for senior night for uh for our 12 uh 13 seniors so best of luck and see you on friday night thank you we'll be back after these words from our sponsor you're listening to coach's corner on wrbi 103.9 your fm dial and streaming live on wrbiradio.com we will be right back Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We ask you to legalize marinara, and that was such an amazing response from you, our customers. So now we are asking you to not be Alfredo and try our new pasta. We have your choice of rigatoni, spaghetti, or cheese ravioli. We offer our delicious marinara or Alfredo. You can top them with three meat options for an additional charge. Try the chicken, meatballs, or sausage bites. Eisen's Family Pizza on the web, 812-933-0333 on the phone or downtown Batesville. Hi, this is Scott Lamping at Hurt and Elko. If you could change one thing about how the inside of your home feels, what would it be? Fewer drafts, a quieter system, more or less humidity? Believe it or not, you can enjoy all these things and more with a Lennox home comfort system from Hurt and Elko. And best of all, we've got plenty of high-efficiency options. So call 812-934-4646 today or go online at hurt-elko.com. Flu season is right around the corner. And again this year, Margaret Mary Health recommends the flu vaccine as the first and most important step in protecting yourself. The flu vaccine is available at Margaret Mary's Occupational Health and Wellness Center located on State Road 229 in Batesville behind First Financial Bank. The flu vaccine is covered by most insurance plans, but it may also be available for free to those who qualify. Appointments are required by calling 812-932-5105. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now, Steve Cotherman, East Central's cross-country coach. And Coach, how'd the regular season go first for the boys and then for the girls? Well, uh, it was hot. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was one of those seasons where it was really hard to train and uh, try to go out and do your best. Uh, probably the hottest uh, period of time that I've uh, been coaching from the start until here recently. But uh, overall, we, we didn't do bad. We had uh, a lot of improvement this year with the kids that were returning from last year, which we were fairly young last year. And so the improvement was uh, remarkably well this year and uh, we're really proud of our kids and the way they've been uh, running this year. Tell us how you did in the uh, sectional and then the IAC as well. Okay in the conference meet um, our uh, girls finished third overall uh, which was as good as we thought we could finish there and then the boys we finished fourth and um, 
I was hoping we might finish a place higher, possibly two, but uh, we ran well on, on that day. And uh, again, that day was a pretty warm day. Fortunately, the sun was behind the clouds, so it wasn't as bad as it could have been. But uh, our kids ran well. We, we strategically didn't go out and try to go out really hard in the heat and uh, came back and we had some pretty good times. Uh, tell us about the, uh, the sectional this week. You got both teams qualified for the regional, so tell us about that. Yeah, our um, girls finished fifth, and of course they take top five, and our boys were fourth. Uh, again, we were hoping to maybe finish uh, a little bit higher on both, but again, it's kind of like when you get in the tournament, if you can't win, then uh, you got to make it through. So we did make it through, and we're uh, happy that we did. Um, again, the, the conditions were... Uh, much better uh, as far as uh, it, it would turn from uh, hot on the conference Saturday to two weeks later where it was pretty cool uh, that morning but it was ideal running weather so no complaints there um, kids ran well we had some really good times uh, we had a couple uh, kids here or there that uh, probably didn't run quite as well we we're coming off a of fall break which I'm sure a lot of schools were and so that kind of disrupted a few things with a couple kids gone a little bit and missed a little bit of training and but now we're ready to get back on track and get ready for the regional tell us how many young ladies and young men you had out and then who were your top runners okay on the boys side uh, we had we have six seniors uh, I'll just run down the list real quick uh, Will Burke first year runner as a senior Casey Carr who's our number four or five runner he's actually uh, playing football as well so we don't see much of him till meet time uh, he does his running in the morning it's the first time I've had somebody do that uh, Danny Deddens a senior Anders Fox is our number three four runner he's been out injured here the last two to three weeks uh, Ethan Gidling a senior Jacob Robbins uh, first year senior Ethan Campbell uh, is a junior. John Hotel, first year runner as a junior, is our number seven, eight runner. He's moved his way up uh, on varsity now. Uh, Riley Small, a junior, first year runner. JJ Stinger, junior. Uh, he's been our number five, six, although in the section he ran one heck of a race and was our number two runner. Uh, Griffin Warner, a junior, been our number one and two runner all season. Nico Demiglio, a sophomore, first year runner. Parker Fleming, a sophomore, he's been our fourth, fifth runner. Brody Sandlin, sophomore, he's been our number six, seven runner. And Michael Schwaback, a sophomore, has been our number one, two runner. And we've only had only had one freshman this year, Peter Coleman. And then on our girls' side, um, our numbers were uh, down a little bit this year. We only had seven runners. And by the time we got one of our runners eligible and another one over an injury from track season that set her out the first couple meets, uh, we didn't even have a team a couple meets. We only had four runners. Um, but we, we have three seniors, Riley Davis, who's been our number three, four runner, Kaylin Jewell, our number five, six runner, Emily Wedding. She was the one that was out with a stress fracture from track, and uh, she's been a solid number two for us, improving every meet. Uh, junior, first year runner, Annabelle Bridgewater's been our number seven runner. Kira Perisi, uh first year sophomore, she's really come on. She's been a strong number three, four runner for us. Rachel Campbell, a freshman, has been our number one runner all season and very strong runner. Hannah Doan, a freshman, has been our number five, six runner. Talk about some of the highlights of your season so far. Okay, well, we've we've been pretty competitive in most of the meets that we've been in. Probably our um, our best finish this year was at Taylor. 
Um, very hot and humid day. In fact, there was a chance they weren't even going to have that meet. It was so hot. So our strategy was not to go out so hard to try to stay back, and it paid off as our boys uh, ended up winning that Invitational, and our girls ended up runner-up. And I felt like uh, our strategy paid off as we saw some teams just go out and blister that first mile and was killing everybody, but then by the end, uh, they had fallen way off the pace. So uh, the strategy worked there. Uh, and I think we found that maybe not going out too hard for most races was going to be better for us overall. So we've been pretty solid, pretty steady throughout the season. We've run in some pretty tough competition going up to uh, Carmel there at Northview Church and uh, Fleish Rock invite in Brown County. So we've got, had some really good competition this year, and uh, I feel like we've, it's helped us and, and we're improving. Uh, who's helping you with cross country? Uh, I think this is maybe his seventh season. Uh, Father Jonathan Meyer, who's the priest of the uh, uh, All Saints Parish out in our school district. Uh, so he's been helping me and does a great job. He does the motivational uh, speeches and brings in material for the kids and does the splits and uh, does a lot to really take the load off my shoulders. And so he's been, uh, uh, no pun intended, a godsend. <laughs> Uh, Coach, uh, as you head for the uh, regional this weekend, uh, one of the things this year in this area, two of the girls' teams in this area are extremely strong, and that had to be uh, something you had to fight against all year. Absolutely. When you go up against uh, somebody you know is just super strong, and, and it's not just four or five of their runners, they're, they're solid all the way through. So it's really tough to, for us this year to have... Uh, you know been real competitive with them but we just try to see how well we can do but yeah i think uh, both those teams will stand a great chance in the regional uh coming up this saturday and uh anything else before we let you go i know you got to get back to uh lawrenceburg here tonight so we'll let you get out of here fairly early well, uh, again, like I do every year, I want to say that I have a great uh, parent group um, that starts in the summer helping with our Trojan Trot 5K run that they volunteer and help get sponsors and do a lot. And then during the season, uh, helping provide snacks for the kids. And whenever we need any help on anything, they're right there or home meets. Um, uh, I'm just very, very fortunate to have such great parents help out and uh, sure appreciative of our uh, administration who support our program, uh, our superintendent, principal, and athletic director that show up to our cross-country meets. And uh, even when we're on the road, uh, it's really uh, helps in the, uh, the motivation, making your program feel like it's worth something. Coach, you've been at this a long time, and I know you're sticking with uh, cross-country even though you're officially retired from uh, teaching. Uh, it's hard to get the young people involved anymore, isn't it, to, to help out and to do things the way we were used to way back when? It is, um, and I think sometimes, you know, it's kind of been that up and down roller coaster. Uh, some years, you know, you, you get a few more than other years, and uh, it's probably just not as consistent as it used to be. I know I had uh, your volleyball coach on earlier in the year, uh, and uh, she said that uh, this was the first year that she couldn't uh, – have a freshman uh, volleyball team and uh, even schools with your enrollment have trouble with uh, getting kids involved these days. Yeah, that's so true. And, and like I look at my uh, roster here and I have a total of three freshmen. Um, 
I thought I was going to get a few more out, but they decided not to, and so we just keep trying uh, with our middle school. Uh, we're meeting with our middle school kids tomorrow, hopefully uh, to try to uh, help motivate them to, to give the high school sport a try next year. And uh, everybody that runs uh, seems to uh, have a good time, and the ones that come out as juniors and seniors for the first time, they wish they had started earlier. We, we try to make it fun in some respects. You know, running is hard, and uh, you got to push them to get better, and that's what we want to do, but at the same time, we do a lot of fun things, and it's kind of like a family atmosphere. So, um, again, it's, it's everybody contributing to that, and hopefully we can uh, keep increasing our numbers and keep getting more competitive. Coach, we appreciate you coming up, and best of luck in the regional, and uh, hope to see you uh, maybe at one of the meets coming up, or at least at our next uh, meeting in Indianapolis. Certainly, Ron, and I want to thank you for all you do for high school sports in the area. Thank you so much. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You're listening to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 your FM dial and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We ask you to legalize marinara, and that was such an amazing response from you, our customers. So now we are asking you to not be Alfredo and try our new pasta. We have your choice of rigatoni, spaghetti, or cheese ravioli. We offer our delicious marinara or Alfredo. You can top them with three meat options for an additional charge. Try the chicken, meatballs, or sausage bites. Eisen's Family Pizza on the web, 812-933-0333 on the phone or downtown Batesville. This is Alex Meir. And my name is Josh Hounce. The Medicare annual enrollment period begins October 15th. At Health Markets, we understand how overwhelming that may feel. As local licensed insurance agents, we help you go through the process of selecting a plan that fits your needs. We have access to nationally recognized carriers, which allows us to present several options for you. Best of all, our services are free. Stop by the Health Market Office on Northside Drive in Batesville or call 812-932-2135 to set up your consultation. Gearings and Carrier have a complete line of home heating products to keep your family comfortable this winter without burning your budget. With smart temperature management, it's easier than ever to control your home's climate. And Carrier Energy Efficient Systems can help reduce utility bills without sacrificing comfort. For more complete comfort and greater peace of mind, turn to the experts at Gearings and Carrier. Stop at Gearings today, 316 North Main, Batesville. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now is David Bradshaw, Jacksonville Cross Country, and he brought some of his runners with him as well. We'll get to them uh, momentarily. Uh, Coach, tell us how the season's gone, regular season's gone for you, and we'll go from there. Well, it's been a really good fall for us at Jacksonville. Uh, the boys are right now 54 and 11. The girls ended up as a team 51 and 14. So, you know, we had a lot of good things happen. The boys, they were small school champions at, at, um, South Decatur, um, East Central, and at Batesville, finished second in several uh, invitationals, such as the Jacksonville Invitational and uh, the Pumpkin Invitational. Second in our conference, to a, finished second to a very strong uh, Southwestern team. And then the boys on Saturday qualified as a team to go to the Franklin Regional. 
and the girls had a very successful year too they were uh, second at South Decatur Invitational second at East Central second at Jacksonville second at South Dearborn um, uh, second at the Pumpkin Invitational in Batesville and they were also second in our conference they just few points missed uh, advancing as a team but we had two qualifiers in, in Chloe and Kayla Simon and coach, uh, as I said uh, to Steve Cotherman earlier, uh, you got uh, two teams in this area that I know you ran into more than once this year in Batesville and Greensburg that really made it difficult for the girls and uh, the Batesville boys uh, as well. So you were up against them several times this year. Yeah, they uh, they have some very uh, fine runners. And, uh, you know, this uh, upcoming Saturday at the, Frank- at the Franklin Regional, you know, I, I'm going to be uh, looking at Batesville, you know, finishing very high as a team, you know, in the boys and the girls race, and along with Greensburg's girls, and you know, Greensburg's boys have had an outstanding season too. So they're two of the better teams, uh, you know, from this area in the last few years, and uh, they're just loaded with runners. Coach, tell us how many young ladies you had out and young men and then who your top performers were. Okay, I, I'm going to real quickly, Ron, if you don't mind. We had uh, 13 boys and 8 girls this year. And uh, for, on the boys team, uh, Damon Hughes was our uh, number one runner uh, throughout the season. And uh, he's had a very good uh, career thus far, and he's a junior. Um, Josh Pulley uh, was our sophomore. Um, um, that was our second runner almost the entire season. Um, T.J. Minishofer is a junior, uh, was usually ran in the third spot or fourth spot for us. Seth Pulley, a senior. Uh, Landon Ledford, a senior. Uh, Kobe Darnold, first-year runner. Uh, He's a soccer player by trade first, but came out and did soccer and cross country and we were very happy to see him come out and Tanner Dilk a senior other members of the, the team were James Burford who was a senior Jesse Walls who was a senior they were both of those guys coming out during their senior year seeing what it's like to run cross country Justin McKittrick also a senior uh, Joel Fitzsimmons a uh, freshman uh, and uh, Adam Maloney a sophomore that rounds out the boys side on the girls side Chloe and Kayla, who are with me today, they've been our one and two punch on the girls' side all year long. And uh, Caitlin Sizemore was our number three runner. She had a very good season. She made the all-conference team along with Chloe and Kayla. Uh, Katie Minch, uh, who is a senior, had a very fine season. And Avery Nickengarda, Jr., who had a very fine season. Uh, Shelby uh, Rutherford was basically our number six, and she had her best time of the year at the uh, sectional, and that's what you look for. And Autumn Hammond, a senior who's been a four-year runner and uh, has given a lot of efforts. And we had a freshman, uh, Megan Weber, who ran about three-fourths of the season, and she had an injury. And we had three managers, Dylan Hughes, Madison Potts, and Austin Hammond, who did a nice job for us. Coach, let's go to the athletes, and then we'll come back to you and finish up. Uh, those of you, when I get to you, if you are a senior, list what your plans are for next year. If you're a junior, sophomore, freshman, just uh, we'll finish up with uh, question number uh, four for you on this uh, list. First of all, tell us your name, your parents, uh, parents or guardians, and siblings that you have. Um, my name is Landon Ledford. Um, 
My parents are Coy and Tiffany Burkhart, and I have three siblings, Paige, Ledford, Mason, Green, and Austin Green. And uh, how many years have you been running cross-country, and how many letters have you won? I have ran cross-country for three years, and I've lettered every year. Any other activities you're involved in at uh, Jacksondale, whether it be sports or uh, in the school or outside of the school? Um, baseball, basketball, Rube Goldberg, um, that's an robotics. engineering type of yeah. uh, okay go ahead and uh robotics uh and uh your plans for next year i think you said you were senior yeah. um i hope to attend iepui or purdue and study electrical engineering well best of luck to you and best of luck uh as you go to the regional on saturday thank you next young man there name parents and uh siblings um, so my name is Seth Poley. Um, my parents are Michael and Becky Poley. Um, my siblings are Josh Poley. Um, I've lettered in cross country. Um, this was my third year lettering cross country. So, yeah. And there are other things you do at Jack Jacksonville? Um, I also participate at, in Rube Goldberg. Um, at my church, I do um, a lot of with the computers, the church to, with the visual aids and stuff like that. Um, I do also do track and field, another sport in Jacksonville. Um, after I graduate, I hope to go to Purdue University and study computer engineering. Well, best of luck to you as well, and uh, congratulations on your season, and uh, best of luck at the regional as well. Next uh, young man, your name, parents, and siblings. Hi, my name's uh, Josh Poley. Um, my parents are Becky and Mike Poley. My uh, siblings are... My brother, Seth, here with me. Um, I've lettered in cross-country now two years. So, yeah. And uh, other activities you're involved in at Jacksonville? Um, I do some some help at church, and uh, track and field, band, Rube Goldberg, and yeah. And uh, obviously, uh, you're not a senior, so you plan to be back at Jacksonville, I would assume, yep. next year. Plan on running next year. Okay, best of luck. And to the young ladies here, uh, your name, parents, and siblings. And since you're twins, I think we can uh, do it this once as far as parents and uh, siblings are concerned. Hi, I'm Chloe. Um, my parents are uh, Paul and Beth Simon, and I have my twin sister here with me, Kayla, and my brother, Sam, at home. Okay, and uh, letters that you won at uh, Jacksonville? Uh, I have lettered two years in cross country. And I think you probably have a letter in track as well, don't you? Yes. Okay, and uh, other activities you're involved in? Uh, National Honor Society, Rube Goldberg. <laughs> and uh, for those that don't know, what events do you run in track? I run a lot of events in track. <laughs> Hurdles are your specialty? Uh, yes. And uh, anything else you want to say before we turn it over to your sister? Good luck, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> and as we said, since these are twins, we'll uh, go to the next question. How many letters have you won and uh, other activities you're involved with at Jacksonville? So I have lettered two years in cross country, one year in track. And I participate in National Honor Society, Drama Club, Rib Goldberg. And your events in track? Um. I normally specialize in hurdles. And uh, obviously, uh, 
I've watched you in track last year and know that in the school that you're in, uh, with the athletes you are, you get involved, as your sister said, in anything and everything to help the team out, correct? Correct. And uh, anything else you'd like to say, uh, highlights or anything like that? Um, I'd just like to say that I love the cross-country team this season. We've had a great year, and I'm going to miss all our seniors. And I think the two of you look uh, enough alike but enough different that people probably don't have trouble telling uh, who you are. <laughs> I had twins that ran cross-country one time, and I had trouble telling them apart, and I didn't feel too bad after their mom yelled at Hey, Bill, pick it up. And the kid yelled back, I'm Bob, I'm not Bill. So. <laughs> Uh, thank you all for coming. We'll get back to Coach now. Coach, who's helping you with cross country? Well, it's pretty much me, but, um, you know, I've had some people help us and, and take the other mini bus that I'd like to point out because they volunteered their time, and that's uh, the track and field coach, Tom Hughes. I think you're familiar with him, uh, Jackson Dell, yeah. uh, legend in track and field. Um, Jason Hughes, um, Mark Meyer, um, Larry Hammond, they've all, you know, at some time or another have helped out taking uh, uh, a turn driving uh, the other minibus and we really appreciate that and you know uh, we would also like to point out Brian Fairbucks our athletic director and his assistant Kate Todd they do a lot of things for us help get the Jacksonville Invitational set up and uh, we have a new uh, principal that I'd just like to uh, mention and Fred Unsinker and, and he is, seems to be very athletically inclined and, and seeing the, both sides of the ledger there and uh, we would like to welcome him and into Jacksonville and as you said earlier you had to be very very pleased with these young men and young ladies because uh, cross country is a uh, one level sport for everybody concerned and uh, you do very very well when you go against uh, opponents your size and this year you did very very well against everybody yeah I am very very proud of these kids uh, one thing that I, that I like the most about this situation and this team is is the uh, amount of uh, effort that they put out I think uh, all of our kids you know from from the number one kid to the to the to the number seven in a race for us uh, you know I never had to worry about that they were not trying to give me at least everything they had on that particular day and from a coaching standpoint that really pleases the old coach when he sees his athletes trying to do the very best that they possibly can and and you know uh, like we mentioned earlier both the boys and girls teams were very successful and we're a small school and a lot of times we have to hit up against the uh, schools that are two and three and four times our size and and we've done a, a very uh, fine job this season so my hat is off to all of our runners coach i know these young men on uh saturday go up against some stiff competition but uh, it has to be good for them and for the school and for you to know that uh jackson dell is going to be represented at this level and even though uh i said that the hill is pretty steep to climb you have to be proud to have them there yeah i am and you know when you're a small school and you get an opportunity to qualify and and move up in the next you know tournament series such as the regional you know it's it's hats off to the kids they've worked hard for it they've really um put out during the season so you know and this is the second year in a row that the boys have made it in three out of the last four so you know i'm really happy with uh with our kids 
kids and I want them to continue. Our girls have made it two out of the last four years so as a team and we've always had individuals make it over the last four or five years so you know I'm really happy with uh, how the kids have worked at it and and um, prepared themselves and and have done a nice job you know not only as runners but they've represented Jacksonville in fine fashion. You could tell that by just listening to what these uh, young athletes are involved with and what their plans are uh, going on for those that are seniors. Yeah, they're very goal-oriented. I think they've got level heads. I think they've got a, you know, a plan for their future. And you know, as a as a teacher coach, from my standpoint, that's something that you really always want to see. And uh, you know. Hopefully they will become very productive citizens in the future in our society, and we wish them the best. And I know Coach Hughes has to be happy with them as well for what they do in track and uh, going back to the days when uh, he was running at Jacksonville and you're getting back to that level again. Yeah, that, you know, he was he was an outstanding runner for Jacksonville. And, and uh, you know, at that time they, they had some very talented individuals, you know, and a guy by the name of Cecil Frankie, that was a pretty good one-two punch there for Jacksonville. And, uh, you know, we're just, I think Jacksonville over the years has had a very fine athletic program for the size of school that it is. And uh, one thing you weren't, com- they weren't competing against like you are. There wasn't soccer in those days to take uh, some of the similar athletes that uh, yeah. cross country coaches want. Yeah, that is true. You know, uh, soccer came in and, and it came very big. And when you're in a small school, you've got to try to get the uh, the best athletes to participate in multiple sports. And like I mentioned earlier, we were able to get Kobe Darnold to run. He's a soccer player, and he was able to run with us. This year and he improved our team and and uh, you know we're hoping that we can get those kind of situations in the future also coach congratulations on a great year so far best of luck on uh, Saturday and it's so good to see you again okay and thank you Ron and I'd just like to take this time to, to thank you for inviting us here tonight and for the outstanding coverage that you provide for uh, and not only the schools but the athletes here in southeastern Indiana Well, thank you, and appreciate you coming up and bringing these young athletes with you as well. Once again, thanks. And we will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9, your FM dial, and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We ask you to legalize marinara, and that was such an amazing response from you, our customers. So now we are asking you to not be Alfredo and try our new pasta. We have your choice of rigatoni, spaghetti, or cheese ravioli. We offer our delicious marinara or Alfredo. You can top them with three meat options for an additional charge. Try the chicken, meatballs, or sausage bites. Eisen's Family Pizza on the web, 812-933-0333 on the phone or downtown Batesville. We are here for you. We are here for you. When you or a loved one are in need of medical equipment, ask for George's. Our friendly, experienced staff can help with your prescriptions, rehab, or maintaining your independence at home. George's is your one-stop shop. Call us at 855-600-6251. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. We are here for you. We are here for you. Go to georgespharmacy.com. 
Hello, this is Kevin Fleetwood, General Manager of Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick. Hey, it's truck month, which means it's a great time to buy a new Silverado. Stop in, check out the bigger, bolder, all-new 2019 Silverado. Purchase a new 2019 Silverado for over $9,000 off MSRP, or a new Colorado for over $5,000 off MSRP. Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick, home with a free oil change for life. Stop in. We would appreciate the opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now is Eric Feller, Oldenburg Academy football coach. And uh, Coach, uh, a good season keeps getting better for you. Yeah, we were... Well, the weather was god awful. That was one of the worst games I've. And the worst part was it was kind of unexpected because you, you're just looking at the radar and there's nothing on the radar, and yet it's and yet it's raining like there's a monsoon. And it was literally a monsoon the entire game, um, and it did affect our play. But yeah, we were really excited to beat South. Um, we we got out big on them early, twenty to twenty to seven, and we were driving again, and. Um, um, we we thought honestly at halftime it should have been at, at worst twenty eight seven maybe thirty five seven we had a we got a kid got the uh, Caleb Lehman our uh, one of our wings or fullbacks he he got stripped at the goal line um, and they recovered the fumble in the end zone for touchback so that was that was a play I wish we had back and then we had. Um, uh, we fumbled. We we had a minus three turnover margin, and uh, we turned the ball over four times and fumbled it three other times and recovered it. And it's not like we were doing anything fancy. Um, we couldn't even make our short tosses, um, so we just started handing the ball off. Um, and that seemed to, honestly that, that seemed to work a lot better schematically for us. But in the end, uh, <laughs> I was talking to Coach Mormon um, the other uh, Saturday morning, and he said. Uh, you know, I was kind of just down because we, we only won 20 to 14. I thought we could have played a lot better. And he said, um, you know, as old as I am, I've learned to take the wins um, as they come. So don't be don't be too down on yourself. So, yeah, pretty happy we won. I felt like we could have played a lot better. But um, but for the most part, we I felt like we controlled controlled that game, especially defensively. Yeah, and I, I learned a long time ago that uh, to play well and lose is still lose. Correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Being Winning 20-14 to 14 is a lot better than uh, losing 20-14. to 14. Uh, Coach, uh, some players you want to point out that played well for you on uh, Friday night? Uh, yeah, no, I hand three guys in particular. Uh, one is Dominic McPhee. Dominic rushed for 190 yards, had two touchdowns. Um, we were... I didn't realize this. One of the coaches told me, but looked at the stats, stats on max preps. But um, Dominic does lead the, our conference in rushing, which he only he's only played five games, six games. He's he missed our um, yeah he missed the first, he didn't play till game three. So, um, but with that said, a lot of the a lot of the conference teams are throwing the ball a lot more, so that does help. But um, he's averaging like eight yards a carry. Um, he's had and he's. I said this last week, he's had at least 200 and some yards called back because of uh, penalties um, and questionable penalties, as I'll, uh, I'll just leave it at that. And uh, um, so he played well offensively. He's just, man, he's grown up pretty fast as a junior. And then uh, defensively, Dom also helped out defensively. He was our third leading tackler with 11 tackles, 10 tackles. Uh, Matt Sedler had 13 tackles, and Abe Streeter is definitely his best game as a sophomore. He ended up with 11 tackles, 
Um, a one and a half tackles for loss, a fumble recovery, and uh, um, he also batted a ball at the line of scrimmage on a, I think it was a fourth down. So all three of those guys um, really, really played well for us. And and like I said, defensively, we can I could not have been happier for the most part. Um, had one position. We got to fix. We got to fix one position um, in these next couple weeks, um, so that we can look. You know, so that it can better help our defense. Um, but but for the most part, those three guys helped us out the most. What do you know about your opponent this week, Covenant Christian? Covenant Christian is they last year they were coached by Larry McWhorter, and he left. And um, for all intents and purposes, you can kind of tell he left. Um, I, I thought they were a better coach last year. Um, this year, I think they are—they're uh, more of a passing team. They—they want to throw the ball a lot more. I don't know if it's because of their personnel, but they do have some big guys on the line um, that we're worried about. They don't particularly move well, but they do have some big guys on the line. Um, I don't think they're nearly as good as last year, um, but uh, we—I we, don't know if we could have got two, any two worse films on them. Um, <laughs> just in terms of the view and the scores. Uh, both are running clock games. So I'm not sure what we're going to get this week. Um, but for the most part, I, I, I feel like um, <clears throat> if you look at Sagan Reigns and all that, I don't think they're as, uh, and we'll see, I don't think they're as good as their numbers say, but, but their scores um, have certainly looked really, really pretty. Uh, it seems like uh, the IHSA's only got uh, two uh, tennis balls or whatever they use in that uh, hopper that they pull names out because you got the same draw you got last year, right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, I was kind of talking to Coach Stern before we got um, when you were on there through previous guests, but we always, you know, as a coaching staff, you always think, all right, what's the worst draw we could have? And quite honestly, and we'll, uh, I don't care, the worst draw we could have was dra uh, drawing Milan or North in the first round. Um, the best draw we could have had is what is probably what North Decatur got. Um, uh, and they, he might not say it publicly, but that's the draw I probably would have preferred. Um, but we kind of are in the middle. Um, Heg, maybe a little bit more towards not a great draw. Uh, Hagerstown is a solid team. Um, they're coached by former Connorsville coach Scott Snodgrass. Um, they like to, they'll throw a lot of different formations at you. Um, they they really do want to throw the ball. Um, they kind of run the ball just to keep you honest, but they do want to throw it. Defensively, they got two good. They have two good defensive tackles um, that will can cause some problems in the middle. Um, but overall, I, I, it could be worse. Um, it could be better, but it could be worse. So that's that's kind of what we look at. We, there is some familiarity there, obviously. So I think that'll that'll I think that'll definitely help us going into this year's matchup. And I know you're trying to build the tradition at Oldberg Academy with football. Uh, Hagerstown's got that tradition, and anytime you uh, go up against somebody like that, you have to go up against that tradition as well. Oh yeah, when we went up there last year, which again last year that was the first round of sectional, and it was again a monsoon. It, it was it was just awful weather. But um, but they did have man, their fans are crazy up there. Uh, they literally park in a cornfield. Uh, off to the side, they open up the gates. They got music blaring. They got these huge grills going. Um, food smells good. Music as loud as possible. I mean, they they have a good fan base up there, strong fan base, um, and a lot of kids are out for that Hagerstown program. So there is a lot of tradition. 
I know that's where I started my coaching career in Wayne County, and I know they've had a tradition in all sports there for a long time and is a well-established school. Coach, anything else before we let you go this evening? Uh, we did get one turnover. Again, should have been a couple more, but that's okay. Uh, we got one turnover for the turnover for hunger. I think we're up to 14 this year, uh, maybe 13. I, I can't remember. I just looked at it uh, earlier today. Um, so we got, and I actually gave Amy Streeter a few more donations this past week that I've been holding on to. So um, we're doing really well with that. Um, and uh do want to say good luck to the cross-country teams. I know OA advanced. Um, and then also, you know, Lisa Gaussman's doing a tremendous job at Batesville. I want to say I wished her good luck, too. I know they had a good day. Um, she's She's got that program running on uh, all cylinders as well. So good luck to uh, area teams and our uh, OA girls soccer team. They are going to regional this Saturday down in, at Forest Park. So... Um, that'll be – I think it's a winnable regional. They don't have the defending champions down there anymore. They moved up to two-way. And uh, the only bad part about that, there's no way to get there from here. Nope. It's kind of <laughs> like going to Hagerstown or Connersville. There's, I mean, I don't know. There's like 3,000 different ways to get there, and they all take about an hour. Um, so, yeah, that's that's – I think it's a three-hour drive. I Google mapped it earlier today. It's almost a three-hour drive down there. Coach, best of luck on your final season game. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Ron. We'll be back after these words from our sponsor. You're listening to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 or FM Dial and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We'll be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We ask you to legalize marinara, and that was such an amazing response from you, our customers. So now we are asking you to not be Alfredo and try our new pasta. We have your choice of rigatoni, spaghetti, or cheese ravioli. We offer our delicious marinara or Alfredo. You can top them with three meat options for an additional charge. Try the chicken, meatballs, or sausage bites. Ison's Family Pizza on the web, 812-933-0333 on the phone or downtown Batesville. You know, when you step outside and it feels absolutely perfect, the air is not too warm, not too cool, just perfection. Now imagine if you can have that same feeling inside your home at a price that feels even better. Well, you can, thanks to the folks at Hurt and Elko. This is Scott Lamping. Call us now at 812-934-4646 and get the best Lennox home comfort systems at a price you'll love. That's Hurt and Elko online at hurt-elko.com. The Batesville Community Education Foundation, providing funding for innovative learning opportunities that go beyond the basics in academics, athletics, and the arts in Batesville Public Schools. BCEF focuses on workforce development initiatives, classroom grants, flexible learning spaces, scholarships, and alumni outreach. Support learning that goes beyond the basics by donating to the Batesville Community Education Foundation today. Learn more at BatesvilleEducationFoundation.org. It's time for picking apples, picking pumpkins, and picking gift cards from ETC. Get a $150 gift card of choice with a new qualifying bundle from ETC, or choose a $75 gift card with a new qualifying service. Or select a $50 gift card just for converting your old bundle to a new current one. Call 866-ETC-4YOU to learn more about picking a gift card from ETC. Paperless billing required, residential customers only, offers good through December 31st and cannot be combined. Other terms and conditions apply. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. 
We are back and joining us now, Steve Stern, North Decatur, a football coach, and his son, Alex. And we'll to start with uh, Coach uh, first. Tell us about your season and how it's going so far. Well, not to jinx ourselves, but 7-1 is a pretty good start to the year. Um, we've, we've been fortunate. We've stayed healthy for the most part. Um, went 5-0 and in the conference, so we won the conference outright. Uh, we've had a couple big wins, uh, played well on the road and at home. Uh, our one loss was to LaPel, and LaPel is a pretty good team. They have a quarterback that uh, that is verbally committed to Valparaiso. So that was a loss, but I, I felt like if you can have a good loss, uh, that would be that type of game because they really they helped us physically and just the style of offense helped us get ready for the rest of our season. And if I remember right, that was a pretty close ball game, wasn't it? It was. We got beat 20-15. to 15. Uh, We scored late, uh, tried an onside kick, did not get it. But, you know, really I felt like we won the game except for about the last two minutes of the first half. Um, we had just got stopped on downs. Uh, they took the ball over at about the 20-yard line. And next thing we know, they're driving the field and they're running the ball. And uh, we had some missed tackles, some yards after contact, and it ended up in the end zone. And it was like we were having an out-of-body out of experience, like somebody else was in our uniform. you know. But other than that, we played very well, and I thought we, we beat them in a lot of phases, except for that short period of time right before the half. Who do you have left this week? And then talk a little bit about your sectional draw. Well, for our senior night, we uh, we host Park Tudor. Uh, we haven't, North Decatur hasn't played Park Tudor in a while. You know, Park Tudor was one of the uh, original members, founding member of the uh, Mid-Indiana Football Conference. So they're coming to our place for senior night. And they have a new coach. Uh, they're 2-6 and six right now. I think they would tell you that although they've struggled, they've, they've made a lot of strides. I think their numbers are up. Uh, their skilled people certainly look better. I think their scheme is a little better than it was a year ago. Um, their coach is a former player. He's a former Butler uh, player. He's an Indiana All-Star. So he's kind of come home, and I think he's going to be invested. And you're going to see them do much better in the future. But uh, we do have them at home. It's our senior night, an opportunity to celebrate our our six seniors and two senior managers. So um, hopefully we have good weather unlike last week and we can finish off with a win. And your sectional draw, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I told our players, you've got to be really careful because the first thing that they, everybody wants to know on Monday was is good draw or bad draw. And there's really, certainly there are, there are draws that you may or may not like, but regardless of what the draw is, you, you, have, to, you have to play it out. Uh, I feel fortunate to be at home. Um, we are on the opposite end of the bracket. I think if you would seed the sectional, um, you would have probably said Knightstown, Milam, and us would be the three statistical favorites, if you will. And to have those two on the other end of the bracket, um, I feel fortunate about that. You're, you're going to have to beat good teams to win the to win the sectional, regardless. Um, I'm glad we get a start at home. I talked to our players today about no matter what the sport, no matter what. Um, the level, the hardest game to win in any tournament is that first one because you have longer to think about it and sometimes you get in your own head and can't get out of your own way. So, you know, I think every team in the state of Indiana fights that urge. Here we've got week nine, but we already know who's in week ten and that game seems real important. You have to be careful not to stumble on the way. 
tell us how many young men you have out uh, for football this year and who some of your top performers are. Well, this year we had 34 players, and you know, that number doesn't sound great for a lot of people, but that, that includes a sophomore class currently that only has two. So if we had a, a, a normal 8 to 10 kids in that class, our numbers would be about right at 40, right where I think we probably should be if we can get 10 per class. So we're at 34. Um, our captains this year are Alex Stern, Nick Kinker, Logan Caney, and I'd also mention seniors uh, Kenny Geis, Weston Swango, Cody Theobald, and Joey Ostendorf. Underclass-wise, you know, I already mentioned Logan's name. Logan is m among the uh, state leaders in receiving. He has done a nice job for us, joining us in the backfield, getting some yards that way. Uh, he's a very dynamic kid. And I'd also mention uh, Connor Messer. You know, Connor has become our anchor defensively, plays linebacker, he plays offensive line. Uh, Connor's just a, a junior, but he just has gotten more and more physical. And those are the kind of guys that, that we've we've leaned on statistically. But as a, as a coach, I, I would also say that's the group of people that control, controls our culture. Uh, they control our locker room, and we kind of go as they go. Let's turn it over to Alex, and then we'll get back to you for the final one. Uh, Alex, obviously we uh, know your name uh, here, but uh, your parents and any siblings that you have. Uh, yeah, my parents are Steve and Sarah. Um, I have two sisters, Lauren and Emily. And uh, how many letters have you won at uh, North Decatur? Uh, through my junior year, I've earned nine and uh, what other activities have uh, you involved in at North Decatur, both athletically and academically? Uh, I play basketball and baseball as well, um, and I'm also in National Honor Society. And uh, I know I uh, saw you at the track last year. Were you just there as a uh, spectator, or do you do that once in a while too? No, I, I also do that. I think I ran in three or four meets uh, that I could last year whenever baseball was not on a game day. And... Uh, your, your position is quarterback, correct? Yes, sir, and uh, strong safety on and, defense. And in basketball? Uh, uh, point guard. And uh, tell us about some of the highlights, both either in football or other sports that you're involved in. Um, Football-wise, winning conference this year was a big accomplishment for not only this team but the school. Um, our school hasn't won it since 98, so that was good to bring it back. Um, Football-wise, last year I was uh, named uh, small school All-State. Uh, baseball, I was asked to participate in the Futures Games at Madison before the All-Star Series this, this past summer. And I know that uh, you probably uh, want to be concentrating on uh, football right now, but uh, what are your plans for next year? Do you have any nailed uh, down yet? Yeah, I plan to go to college. I'm plan to either play football or baseball. Um, some schools like Butler, Ball State, Xavier, uh, DePaul. Um, but yeah. Congratulations on uh, your football season and your other sports as well. And uh, I know she mentioned National Honor Society, so congratulations in the classroom as well. Thank you. And I know if you're a student like your dad, you're, you're a very good <laughs> student and a very good young man. <laughs> I'd say so. Thank you. Thank you. Coach, uh, the uh, 
reserves how many games did you, were you able to get in at a reserve level this we, year we were able to play four uh we had six scheduled and for different reasons uh we were only able to play four we did not win a game um and i know to some people that sounds you know devastating that we didn't win but i think as a staff and as a program we felt like we feel like it's critical that we play those games you know even that's a level if you don't win you can certainly still get better uh during the season but i think down the road in fairness to those little guys and as you try to promote football and to get your numbers up from the young kids they, they need to have a reason to play they need to have a chance to play uh, their own games their own season so you know we got four in this year and in your size school it's not like east central where you can play juniors and seniors and only freshmen and sophomores that are outstanding athletes you've got to play those uh, younger athletes at the varsity level many times very much you know it's called a jv schedule but in reality it's primarily it's probably 85 percent freshmen so when we're playing uh, larger schools like we played Brownstown Central but we played their freshman team because really that's that's the makeup um, of our group and I think that's good for our kids you know uh, some of the larger schools around you know go play their C team it's, it's still good for your kids it's, it's apples against apples rather than your freshmen being forced to play against juniors and who helps you with football, Coach? Uh, our defensive coordinator is Dan Kinker, and a big shout-out to him. He's a Batesville alumni as well. I know everybody likes to hear that. But um, he's got four shutouts in a row. Uh, pretty impressive. I know for a while that, that had been a goal. Not only has he gotten one, but now he's got a string of them. Uh, Tad Palmer, um, who is the son of Cheryl, who was my uh, sixth-grade teacher. Uh, Chris Steven, uh, Dustin Barkdahl, Christian McKinney, uh, Steve Martin, and Dave Garrick. That, that group makes up our high school uh, coaching staff. And, uh, Coach, uh, one of the highlights of your season, uh, and I don't know what kind of team they got this year, was going down to Paoli and shutting them out. Yeah, actually, that was a home game. Um, okay. So last year we got to make that, that joyful trip down <laughs> there, which, you know, you, there is no straight way to get there. And regardless of how you go, it's a long trip. But, um, you know, last year, and I think if you look at our schedule the last couple of years, we uh, just luck of the draw probably will have played North Central, their two best teams in school history. Uh, last year, Paoli had 22 seniors. They were really good. That group, as a junior-senior group, they had won 21 football games, only lost three. Um, so this year, it was more realistic. It was more, again, apples on apples. And our, and our kids wanted to uh, return the favor, and, and we got out of the gate very well. I, I think for, for the Paoli kids, it wasn't personal. Uh, it was a long trip, and that's sometimes hard to overcome. It's not like you're playing that local kid that you're going to see in basketball and you're going to see him in baseball. You know, we may never see some of these kids again. So next thing they knew, you know, they're down 14 and wondering, what are we doing here? And our, our kids did. They came out with a resolve and a focus that uh, helped us jump them and ultimately went on to a big win. Coach, anything else before we let you go this evening? You know, it's been an awful fun year, and I, and I think anybody who's seen our group play um, – you know, Alex brings a level as a quarterback of, of not just athleticism, but uh, his understanding of the game. He's, he's kind of that coach's kid that grew up with it, and he's got some things that's hard to teach. I, I think they learn over a lifetime. Uh, collectively, as a group, uh, 
this group is very intelligent in the classroom, so therefore you can do some things as a coach uh, that really can gives you an advantage. I think because of their intelligence, they uh, they're good at setting goals. They're good at maintaining a focus and not not having distractions. But to, to be seven and one right now, to have won the conference, um, our local support has been outstanding, and our programs come a long way. In the in the five years I've been there, I'm proud of it. A lot of people have contributed, and, and I hope that there are a lot of people enjoying the season. And I wasn't able to be here the evening that uh, Sydney Palmer was mm-hmm. down, but uh, congratulations to her as well yes. in her golf season. Yes, very much. Sydney is a uh, she's a good girl. She's a good athlete, an outstanding golfer. Having had the opportunity to go to the. Uh, uh, state finals match uh, I think that's special whatever school you go to but uh, good for her and I think there's big things to come for her as she once she makes her college decision and continues to play golf coach best of luck uh, on your uh, rest of your season and hopefully for North Decatur it goes uh, quite a few more weeks I hope so Ron thank you very much and thank you and Alex as well for coming down we will be back after these words from our sponsor. You're listening to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9, your FM dial, and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We ask you to legalize marinara, and that was such an amazing response from you, our customers. So now we are asking you to not be Alfredo and try our new pasta. We have your choice of rigatoni, spaghetti, or cheese ravioli. We offer our delicious marinara or Alfredo. You can top them with three meat options for an additional charge. Try the chicken, meatballs, or sausage bites. Eisen's Family Pizza on the web, 812-933-0333 on the phone or downtown Batesville. You know, when you step outside and it feels absolutely perfect, the air's not too warm, not too cool, just perfection. Now imagine if you can have that same feeling inside your home at a price that feels even better. Well, you can, thanks to the folks at Hurt and Elko. This is Scott Lamping. Call us now at 812-934-4646 and get the best Lennox home comfort systems at a price you'll love. That's Hurt and Elko online at hurt-elko.com. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. We are back uh, next week. Evan Olery and Eric Feller will be here, of course. Megan Werner and Angie Ehrman, they are the Beach Batesville Middle School volleyball coaches. Ken Getz is coming back with Oldenburg Academy Boys Soccer. And Derek Suits is here with Batesville Middle School Cross Country. So uh, we want to thank all of our guests this evening. A great show. Uh, all the uh, people here this evening, the young athletes, again, who came. We want to thank... Uh, WRBI and John for getting us on the air and allowing us to do this. We want to thank our sponsors who make this possible. As I say every week, go out and support them. Uh, keep Batesville going strong and keep them going strong as well. And again, thanks to Ison's Pizza for allowing us to do this. Thank you, fo- folks, for listening in. Good night, everyone.